Hello, and welcome to Wise Women Chat Podcast. I am Chef Duckworth. Did you know that the number of women running Fortune 500 companies has hit an all-time record? Of the companies that make up the 2019 Fortune 500 list, 33 have women CEOs. Did you know that more than 11.6 billion firms are owned by women? Today, approximately 231 million women are starting or running new businesses right here in the United States. Today's topic, from medical assistance to CEO, how I followed my dreams. My guest today is Claudette Craig. Claudette will chat about her businesses and how she went from dreaming about it to being about it. I will allow Claudette to share details about herself as she will do it better. Welcome to the platform, Claudette. Thank you. Good evening, everybody. Thank you for having me. Um, again, my name is Claudette Craig, and I live in New Jersey. Um, I'm a mother of three grown children and two grandchildren. And my journey started out, I want to say, um, probably when I had um, my last child, Joshua, and was in a bad situation. I had actually was in a shelter with them and was looking to do a training pro- training program and the counselor that I was going to suggested that I go for medical assistant. Mm-hmm. And so I never heard anybody talking about that. I was, I was going for the CNA, which is certified nurses assistant. So she mm-hmm. said, why don't you just do medical assistant? So I said, okay. I didn't know what that entailed, but I went along with it anyway. So I went and I took a course for the medical assistant, which trained me to do um, EKG and phlebotomy. And I actually loved it. And Mm -hmm. so for, I would say the next 20 something years, that's what I've been doing is working with pregnant mothers uh, on their journey to, from being pregnant to um, having their baby to their postpartum journey. And Mm -hmm. it has been um, sometimes rewarding, sometimes sad, sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, disappointing to know that there's so many women out here that are uh, struggling with pregnancy or Mm -hmm. um, struggling with different other issues other than pregnancy. Mm. So that would then lead me into uh, my first business, which would be Laboring in Love, um, which is a full spectrum doula service. Mm -hmm. Um, I support women in their journey through pregnancy um, postpartum and beyond. Most mm. of the women that I meet have other issues apart from just being pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there's no participation by the father or they're getting put out their house by their parents or being shamed in some kind of way or just don't have the resources to be a mother. Mm. And so while I was working at a particular clinic, I decided to do a program in there called the Storks Nest. 
and okay. that program was to educate them on certain things um, like breastfeeding, um, just how to feed a baby, uh, mm-hmm. how to change your baby, you know, how to look for signs if the baby is sick, anything mm-hmm. like that. So I would call pharmaceutical reps and ask them to come and have a class and in exchange for that class, they would get a ticket from me. Mm-hmm. And the ticket would allow them to go into the Stork's Nest store and purchase anything that they could for their baby. Okay. As, I, as I knew that most uh, families didn't have much. Mm-hmm. So then that kind of transitioned into just doing it as a business. I was just doing it on the side. People would ask me to, hey, why don't you help such and such? She's getting ready to have a baby. Why don't you kind of help her and give us some tips? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that just, I would say that happened organically because I really wasn't looking to do that. So I took a training as a doula, certified doula um, from uh, Ancient Song Doula Services that's um, mm-hmm. trained by Chanel Portia, who's a great advocate for uh, birth work. Mm-hmm. And I went from there. And the journey onto that has been something that I never expected because people are trusting you with their process and trusting you with you know a big you know event in their life which is having a baby and so I you know it's a humbling experience because you know people don't have to say yes you know there's this so when there's so many doulas around now um Mm -hmm. they don't have to pick you Mm -hmm. and I never really seek out people I always let it come to me so I never I never seek it out that way Okay. All right. So then, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So then, from that, Mm -hmm. last year I did a community baby shower, Mm -hmm. and um, again, you know, the idea came to me to do community baby shower for the community, and I started Mm -hmm. reaching out to people through, you know, social media, and you know, uh, just trying to put something together for the community. I was so overwhelmed by people's generosity. Wow. That people that came, that, that sent things out of state, people that I've never met physically, people that I've never seen before in my life, people that mm-hmm. I just probably follow on social media and they follow me. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was a great success. I had so much stuff, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't even know what to do with it. And even after that baby shower, people still were sending me stuff. People would still give me stuff to the point where I had to take some of that stuff and store it because it was so much. Mm-hmm. So that came to the idea of um, doing the Wanda's Place. Okay. Wanda's Which is the second business, right? Yeah. Okay. Wanda's Place is the second business. So Wanda's Place is a nonprofit organization. Um, it was actually named after my grandmother who's still living, Wanda. And what I remember about her was that she always served people. Mm-hmm. And she would go every Friday to the, the local train station here, which is Penn Station, mm-hmm. and she would feed, feed the homeless every Friday. Rain, mm-hmm. sleet, or snow. 
no matter what she never missed uh, and she did that for 20 something years and probably nobody you know nobody knew that was just her thing that she did and you know the homeless Mm -hmm. people knew her and they knew who she was but you know it wasn't like it was on a she was doing it for a group or organization she did it by herself okay and um what i learned from her was you know the way that she always gave even when i was going to growing up going to school you know my friends would come over there was always a meal for them you know mm-hmm. there was always something to eat for everybody even when i went to college you know my friends were still going over there because they, she was still feeding them and right. so um strangers even she would have strangers in our house and back then it was a little different it was you know it was a, it was a different time obviously mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people were always welcome in her house so yeah. Wanda's place is a place where that same spirit is welcome, right? That you, that whatever you need, you will get here. Okay. But most of all, the biggest thing that you will get is the is the love and the caring that my grandmother. Because you know, when you go to grandma's house, all the stuff that she gives you is the good stuff. Okay. Right. So um, Wanda's place is something that I wanted to continue from that baby shower mm-hmm. to continue to have it on a bigger scale where I could have a diaper bank, where I could have um, different events and not just to single the, um, the, just to single parents out, you know, to have a single father's program, uh, which is what I want to create and to have a program for grandparents who are taking care of their grandchildren. Oh, you know, so many times, you know, um, that part is excluded from the conversation. Mm-hmm. And so including the father. So the element that would be different if someone would say, well, we'll be different from your organization to someone else's organization is that I, I want to include all families or yes. whatever, whatever type of family dynamic you have. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if your auntie's looking after you, you're, you're, you still need services, you still need help, you know. You can come there, you can get education, you can get resources, you can get baby clothes, you can get diapers, you can get baby furniture, you can get whatever you need. And you can get a little bit of love sprinkled on top. I know that's right. Okay, all righty. All right, well, Claudette, what are the do's and don'ts? Chat about like innovative ideas and smart management and even protection plan in running your businesses. What are the do's and don'ts? I would say the number one thing that everyone must do is research for themselves. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, knowing information, even if you don't know everything like you should, mm-hmm. know the basics, learn the basics so that when you talk to someone or you're deciding to hire someone to do certain services for you, mm-hmm. it's not a situation where you just don't know anything and they're just telling you anything and you're unsure of, of what, what you should do. Mm-hmm. I think that um, that research has helped me. Mm-hmm. I think that um, allowing things to happen organically has mm-hmm. helped me, you know, mm-hmm. not trying to force it so much, you know, out look, looking for people as opposed to people drawing themselves to you in a certain way. Mm-hmm. I think that that has helped me I know a lot. One thing I would say don't do is um, the biggest thing I say is not give up because it can be strenuous situation sometimes when you are the creator and you are the ones creating. And right. most of the times when you're doing that, there's no one around to help. Mm. In the beginning stages, there's no one there. And mm-hmm. so sometimes that can be a, a lonely journey if you're not used to that. Um, 
I would say don't expect people to be there, but if people are there, that's good. That's a plus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, don't limit yourself to what you're going to dream. So mm-hmm. you could have you could have something that you wrote out, planned out, or whatever, and maybe as you're going through the process, you change your mind and you want to do it on a bigger scale. Don't be afraid mm-hmm. to do that because mm-hmm. sometimes what you start off with is not always what you end up with. Oh, and yeah. so and so um I think that um those are the those are the main things I would say. There's lots of others, but I would say those are the main things that I would say in business. And oh, trust yeah. trust yourself, trust yourself as well. Oh yes, definitely, definitely. Well, from the beginning to now, what can you share about your trials and errors experiences while going through your, your process? Um so I guess the beginning thing I would say was uh, keeping track of the mm-hmm. many um, appointments or many meetings that I had to do mm-hmm. or many trainings that I had to do. So mm-hmm. in between doing one business, working a regular job, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing trainings. I may be doing trainings for my doula business, but I'm working on my nonprofit stuff. So I have meetings on that. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to keep track of the time, keeping a planner and mm-hmm. keeping setting goals mm-hmm. by the week, by the month, mm-hmm. by three months, by six months mm-hmm. is what has helped me keep on target. Mm-hmm. So keeping a targeted um, schedule and making mm-hmm. sure that you stick to that. If you're working with people, holding them accountable too, as you be accountable to yourself mm-hmm. um, and surrounding yourself with people that are business like minded because sometimes when you're doing things everybody's Mm -hmm. not excited right so you (laughs) can't expect that excitement from everybody and so you're drawing off of your own energy if you replenish what you're putting out Mm -hmm. then you won't feel beat down you won't feel tired you Mm -hmm. won't feel overwhelmed you won't feel like um that you can't do it because that was some things, some things that I struggled with. You know, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is too much. I can't do all this stuff. You know, I'm thinking to myself, I need an assistant. I, I need somebody to help me with this stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, mm-hmm. that person can't create what's in my head. Mm-hmm. I can't. I, sometimes I can't explain what I want, but I know what I want. And so, um, learning to speak things clearly, putting them out into the atmosphere i think that you know when you speak those things and keep speaking those things you know Mm -hmm. this year has been definitely a year of manifestation of what the work that i did last year and i was beginning to um i was opening a a vaginal steaming studio which Mm -hmm. is the third business that i have Mm -hmm. that just recently opened um, I kept saying at the beginning of the year, I'm going to have my vaginal steam studio this year. I'm okay. going to have my studio. And then mm-hmm. COVID came. Yes. And so that delayed what I had. But I kept saying, by the end of this year, that studio is going to open. Okay. And I did. And I did open that studio this year. So I say, you know, sometimes there's a little detour sometimes to the mm-hmm. to the plan. But mm-hmm. then you just go back, go back. While I was while that was sitting still, I was still working on other things. I was still working, keeping that same business mind frame, reading, you know, reading up on things, asking mm-hmm. people for help. That's mm-hmm. another thing, you know. We, you know, you like to think sometimes that you're a superwoman, but right. 
you know, in every business, every good, successful organization, you need help. There's no way you're going to do everything by yourself. And so being able to delegate and say, hey, you know, could you could you help me with this? Or, you know, I need to hire you for this service because I need help. With doing my nonprofit, I outsourced someone to do that to do the paperwork, Mm -hmm. to explain to me everything that was going on. But at the same time, let me go through trainings. Let me go through, uh, you know, different meetings with this person so that they can lead the way in Mm -hmm. there because they're the professional in that area. I don't profess to know all what I need to know, but they're Mm -hmm. the ones leading the way. And I followed behind what it is they told me to do. So being able to be instructed and Mm -hmm. being told certain things that's another thing too that's good that's good that's a good tip that's good Claudette most individual individuals get excited about starting a business then when things are not moving as fast as they would like they get distracted and disappointed encourage them to keep going by sharing a time when this may have happened to you well, um, I would say that for the uh, the studio, <laughs> the <laughs> the vaginal studio, I was kind of disappointed that I wasn't keeping the target that I had set for myself. Mm-hmm. And I was just saying to myself, you know, maybe that's not going to happen. Maybe I just need to work on and focus on other things. And one thing I can say about business is that it's always some kind of hurdle or something you got to cross mm-hmm. before you can get to the next step. Mm-hmm. If you don't do it right that time, you're going to do it again until you get it right. And so okay. knowing time sometimes, hey, maybe this is a time to take a break and focus on something else. Knowing when it is to um, be be sitting still, because there's a point sometimes where things will sit still. You know, mm-hmm. you can't. The expectation I think we have when uh, we start businesses is that it's just going to boom right away. And that's just mm-hmm. not true. And yeah. so if you listen to most successful people, they mm-hmm. they they bled. There's, you know, some people, you know, they use their last bit of money to, to put into this business to, you know, mm-hmm. make it work. You know, even up into homelessness or whatever, sleeping in your car or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm not suggesting that people do that. I'm just saying to myself, the sacrifices you have to make sometimes mm-hmm. are greater than what you will see in the beginning. Mm. And the and the real work is in at least the first three years of that business. That's the mm. real work. You're gonna have ups and downs there, and and just mm. tell yourself that it's okay. How mm. am I going to come up with this solution? How am I going to fix this? What can I do differently? What can that's why being around people that are a like-minded business. Mm-hmm. Is, is helpful to you because then you're able to, you know, say, well, you know what, let me try it this way. You know, listening to people mm-hmm. sometimes, we, like I said, we don't always have to answer, but being able to be around people that, that are in that business mind frame, I've learned so much from people that have other businesses, businesses that don't even have anything to do with me. And they've given me all of their advice after they've made many mistakes and they're sharing it with me for nothing. Wow. So, so, you know, that is important. It's really mm-hmm. important. It really has helped me grow as a person and grow as a business person. This is wonderful. This is good. All right, Claudette, provide advice to someone who wants to get started, but just don't know how. Get, provide some advice to them. Okay, whatever you, whatever, whatever, uh, you know, uh, 
how do you say whatever uh platform you want to start your business with go and start researching look on youtube now they have so many people that post videos on different Mm -hmm. platforms they have so many people that talk about how they started out that give that give you advice on how to research it listen to different people i listen to many different people so that i can get an idea and then i take from what i've listened to and then i put it together research is the first thing the -hmm. second thing is finding out what your state uh regulations are as long as you know what the state regulations are and what you know you can follow that guideline you can mm-hmm. go to the irs.gov a website because in a lot mm-hmm. of states to register a business you have to start there okay you have mm-hmm. to start there so you can go to that website and get as many informations and find out what for your state is the filing mm-hmm. fee and, mm-hmm. and and how to start even um filing a name or stating what your business is about that's mm-hmm. the first step getting that ein number that's mm-hmm. the first step it's not a business without that Right, right. So as long as you want, as long as you want to have it where people are gonna notice what you're doing, and you mm-hmm. know, say, hey, you know, this is this is such and such business, um, you know, EIN EIN number attached to that is a, mm-hmm. makes it official. Yes, you have to file those fees. You have to pay for those fees. And yes. again, knowing what the guidelines are, you can you can. There's lots of people that you can outsource to help you, but a lot of the in, information is common knowledge. Yes. You know, like for example, with the nonprofit paperwork, you know, mm-hmm. I decided to outsource someone, but when I did the other businesses filing it, I did those filings on my own because it was a little less complex. Right. Um, okay. Okay. And for some of you, some and more information is, you know, your Department of Secretary of State, you know, where most right. of those forms come from um, right. to start your own businesses. So look into that, uh, if you will. You have been amazing, (laughs) just simply (laughs) amazing with some very uh, valuable tips. And I am so appreciating you being here on this platform and chatting about your success and sharing with many about uh, business tips and how to get started and, you know, following your dreams just like you did. Uh, please provide uh, some social media or email addresses. Um, I'm gonna type them and put them in the description as well. But please provide that for someone who may be listening and want to follow you or ask you some questions, um, in particular about your doula business and maybe in the Jersey area and may uh, want your services. So provide some uh, social media accounts and names that uh, you go under for our listeners. Okay, and I appreciate you letting me do that. Um, for my Instagram and my uh, Facebook, it would be Laboring in Love, all one word, L-A-B-O-R-I-N-G. And my um, In Love is one word, I-N-L-O-V-E. And my email for those accounts are laboringinlove at outlook.com. And those are specifically for the doula clients, Um for my doula clients only really I would say okay those are specifically for that Wanda's Place um, is a fairly new project um, so Wanda's Place Newark um, 
at gmail.com is the email and you can go on Wanda's place um, on my Instagram page the website is not complete yet and probably won't be complete until October so I don't have a website but for the laboring and love I do have a website for that for that and mm-hmm. that's uh, www.laboringandlove.com mm-hmm. and there you will see um, my uh uh, my uh, fees for um, my private clients. Now, if you're living in the city of Newark and surrounding areas in Newark, the clients that probably can't afford to pay my fees will go under the Wanda's Place um, umbrella because I will have a, a program for those um, that can't afford to have a doula but would like to have a doula and I will have doulas um, there um, probably the beginning of January 2021 um, to start servicing those clients that want a doula so we want to make sure that even the people that can't afford to have it are still being serviced but the labor and the love will, will be for my private clients only and those are right. uh, those paying clients for my young for my vaginal steaming uh royalty uh yoni studio uh that's on my facebook and instagram page um royalty is spelled r-o-i-a-l-t-e it's an african spelling of royalty Mm -hmm. um and those uh the email for that is royalty yoni studio at gmail.com and that, that business is located in uh, 292 Bloomfield Avenue mm-hmm. in Montclair, New Jersey. And for this month, September, um, you can go on there and book your appointment. Um, I'm only doing Fridays for this month, uh, but next month I will be doing Fridays and Saturdays. So if you go on to any of those social media handles, there's a way for you to book appointments straight from there. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Once again, Claudette Craig, I would love to um, continue to follow you, of course, on social media. And I am so excited that you accepted the invitation to come on this platform and chat about your story and how you started your businesses and provide, like I said before, some valuable tips. I was taking notes myself. So thank you. Uh, I appreciate you so much and you have been nothing but a blessing to so many just by and sharing your story. Thank you for having me. And if I could just say one thing, um, mm-hmm. sometimes in life we have ups and downs and struggles. Mm-hmm. If you if you believe in yourself and you believe in what you're doing, you, you share it with someone else, that person's going to believe. Then somebody else tells somebody else and that person's going to believe. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you come from, what mm-hmm. you've done. If when you when you're ready to serve people, because that mm-hmm. I feel like that's the greatest thing that we can do is serve people. When you're ready to serve people, all kinds of doors and things will open. A, a lot of people have, like I said earlier, have done things to participate in either programs or events that I've had that I've never met before in my life. Mm. I've never met them. And so if you allow that energy to be present, people mm. are going to, you. even the, during this COVID, I've helped people. I wasn't able to have a rent a space and, and give it out. I had to mm-hmm. do it online. Mm-hmm. And so I went on Facebook, me and a friend, we went on Facebook together. I told my friend about it, said, hey, let's try to help some of these mothers in COVID, you know, mm-hmm. have to get some stuff together. 
in one hour I raised seven hundred fifty dollars on Facebook to wow. to send money to Cleveland, Virginia, Oklahoma. I've never met these people. I don't know them, but they need help, and somebody right. need to help them. And so when you have when you have a purpose, when you mm-hmm. have your purpose, don't let anything stop you from that finances. Finances. I, I'm like everybody else, paycheck to paycheck. But when it's time to do something, it's time to do it by any means necessary. And you have to do that. And so um, I would just say to to don't give up. Find a way. There's always a way. If you can't do it on your own, ask for help. Yes, yes, absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you so much. I pray that God continue to bless you in your success and that you open Thank many you. more businesses to come. Uh, <laughs> this was good. This was really good, uh, Claudette. Um, you're, again, I appreciate you. Um, Thank we're you. here at Wise Women Chat. We always leave with a scripture, and particularly the scripture is based upon whatever the topic was about. And due to what uh, Claudette just mentioned, this scripture today is for with God, nothing shall be impossible. I'm going to repeat that. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And that's Luke 137. Listeners, you have heard a mouthful. And I pray that it will impact your life like it has mine. Until next time, we will chat later. Bye.